What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. I collect sports cards. I have a podcast about collecting sports cards, and I am feeling really good now. Maybe it is this coffee that is coursing through my veins early, early in the morning as I record this, or maybe it is just this newfound optimism with sports cards, the community, my life. I don't know. But you know what? Sometimes you just wake up and you want to hit the freaking ground running. That's how I feel right now. I want to run through a wall. I want to dig into my case. I want to look through all my cards. I want to have fun in this damn hobby because you know what? It's the greatest freaking escape of all time. There is a reason why when we put the kids down, we go right to our phones and we start searching. It's never ending. It challenges us. We build relationships through it. It is all of those things. So I hope you are enjoying your time in the hobby. I think this is one of the best times of the year. We're going to get into this conversation. I want to preview from the top that somewhere in the middle of this episode, there is an important update from the Stacking Slabs podcast headquarters. I want to provide an update. I have been taking a step back. I shared with you all that uh, while I do have more time on my hands, based on my job transition, it doesn't feel like I have that much time on my hands based on the amount of conversations and connections that I have had. Um, And that is not just in my professional life, but that is in this community too. I've talked with so many awesome uh, people and you know who you are and appreciate the support. But all of these conversations and all of these things that have gone on in the past two weeks have really pushed me and encouraged me to think a little bit differently about how I can use some of my additional time and apply it to this show and this brand and offer something back to the community. So I've been thinking long and hard about it. I am here to share what is something that is new in from this brand that'll be launching by the time you listen to this. So How's that for a teaser? How is that for a trailer? Um, You're going to have to stick around and find out. But before we jump into it, I mentioned this is one of the best times of the year. Um, As I record this, I record these early. But as I record this, the games, the football games have not happened yet. Um, Of course, the Super Bowl will be set by the time this drops. But I think about these events and I think about sports and I think about just the catalyst for growth that big events can have and the impact those can make on collecting. I always use this as a reference point because it's just such an undeniable reference point. I remember getting back into the hobby and I remember trying to find my lane and it was funny and maybe it was just the circles I was running in and maybe it was just I didn't have the right connections, but it always amazed me how underserved the football card community seemed three, four years ago. Everywhere you turned, it was about basketball. It was about basketball product. And I love basketball and I love basketball product, but football is a deep passion of mine. Obviously, if you've been listening to the show for a a while, you know that in football card collecting is. And I'm not saying before a certain event, people didn't care about football cards, but there certainly was an accelerated growth 
And I think we have data to prove that. So the benchmark to me, and when we got into this mode where football became front page news and football cards became front page news, was this post Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl. Do you guys remember that thing? It seems like forever ago. It it really does. It seemed like, and it's almost like based on the time and the climate of our country and based on two living legends playing each other in the Super Bowl, it, it almost feels like it was a fever dream. It's like, did that game really happen? Um, I know I think about that moment quite a bit. Um, I think about that game and there is some personal significance for for that game for me. And it's weird in a funny way. Uh, because of the what happened to to me, uh, that game means a lot. And uh, I don't know, to, because of it, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes means a lot. But like shortly after that game, we found out that we were pregnant after five years of trying with our first daughter, Jolene. And so I wasn't t- planning to talk about it, but whenever I think about that game, I, I tie it back to my daughter, which is fun. So that game... It obviously meant a lot to me, and I think it meant a lot to football cards. And this is, goes back to big events, and big, event, big events matter. And it was a parabolic time, but this was a time from February 21 to February 22, and this data is from Card Ladder. Um, shout out to the Card Ladder team. The football card market in a one-year period went from, it took a 158% growth from Feb 21 to Feb 22, which is insane. From February 22 to February 23, the football card market shrank 45%. So you shoot up post-Brady, post-Mahomes Super Bowl, 158%. Then from Feb 22 to Feb 23, there's so much growth it can't sustain. So it craters down 45%. Then from February 23rd to, we're saying January 24th, because I guess February will be on the other side of this episode, but in that time frame, Feb 23rd to January 23rd went down 37%. So you have this growth, 158%, and you go down 45%, then you go down 37%. Overall, during that time period, what people don't like to talk about is that, again, we just have to look at the data, and this data is coming from Card Ladder. Overall, during that period, football cards are still up 38%. So, of course, it's not going to sustain the 158% growth and continue to go up. And yes, it went down 45% one year, and then it went back down 37%. But overall, during that period, football cards are still up 38%. And I think it'll be interesting to see on the other side of this football, this, this Super Bowl, what happens. Do we go up? Do we go down? Is there a leveling off? Are we reaching stability in that market? Does the quarterback matchups matter as much as it did during that time frame because of Brady and Mahomes? Was it just unique to that period where you had parabolic selling people doing absurd things? Those are all things I I like to think about when I'm buying cards. The other thing with football cards that has come in on the heels of these numbers and this data is the rookies and the prospecting of it all. When I got back in the hobby, it was all about basketball prospecting all the time. That has since shifted where we have found an audience of participants in the hobby have found an opportunity from end of Super Bowl until start of New Year to sell in the hype and the potential of these players that have not really done much. 
Now, some of them have. You could classify a C.J. Stroud in there where C.J. Stroud certainly won a playoff game and his cards probably should matter. But I remember last year, a lot of people were hyping up people like Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell who didn't necessarily have the accolades, but people were paying those prices because it was kind of a pass-the-buck mentality. Now, I'm not discounting any of this. This is part of the hobby, and this is what happens. To me, it's just the rate at which it happens with what's happening at the macro level in the football card market. Something to think about and something to consider and something to keep your eye on. I think we should think about uh, what happens with cards, especially on the football side, kind of at this Super Bowl time frame. It's a good measuring stick. So it's just something I'm thinking about and wanted to share it all with you. I spent my last night watching the Royal Rumble. In another life, I was at the Royal Rumble. I think I went to four in a row and I was telling my wife, we were sitting down um, before the Rumble. I was like, baby, I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta watch the Rumble tonight. She's like, all good, go in the basement. We were eating dinner ahead of time. And I was just talking about, man, just like in another life, I was there. And it's just funny when you have children and priority shift, how that like option and opportunity just it like never even presented itself or didn't come close, but that's okay. I had a really, really fun ass time watching the rumble um, with a buddy in the friendly confines of stacking slabs HQ shout out to Cody Rhodes back to back winner. Um, Looks like he'll get a chance to finish his story against my tribal chief Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40 in uh, Philadelphia and also Bailey winning. I think that was a fun uh, win. And I, I was watching wrestling because I'm a wrestling DJ and, and love it. And I, one thing that like I was thinking about uh, at the start of Rumble that was connected back to cards is the fact that I don't think I ever mentioned the fact that WWE and Panini resumed their relationships for trading cards based on there was all that litigation. And it was uh, Sean Ross Sapp who runs Fightful Select or reports on Fightful Select. Uh, he, you know, it's a wrestling news site and he put that out. And I think um, that is an encouraging sign. And then you've got people like Adam Gelman, WWE Gelman, who's been in, on here. He's been posting about just the relationship. Um, I think there was a, f- a foregone conclusion that wrestling card collectors were going to get screwed because of litigation and um, contracts, and we were going to have a gap in the fan- Panini to Fanatics. But it looks like Fanatics is taking over in 2026 as planned, which will give wrestling card collectors the opportunity to establish some of their our collections. This creates a leg- lineage and legacy of WWE and Panini product, which I think is really get great for long-term collectability. Um, it's interesting. You had four years pre-Panini takeover of Topps Chrome cards. And I think that f- four years uh, is really nice in terms of trying to collect, trying to collect certain parallels in those runs, collecting your certain wrestlers. It's a nice four-pack. We're going to get the same thing with Panini. So instead of two years, which many people thought of Prism, there's going to be two more years, which is great. So you, we're going to get to see follow-up of products, hopefully like Immaculate. I know there's been a lot of sharing of signing of cards that are going on right now. I'm excited. I'm a, I, I know Panini gets a lot of shit, but like I look at my collection. I love Gold Prism, and I love Prism product. I love Select. I love the Select product. I like the, I like the way the Panini era, from a Chromium perspective, has existed and how it has made my collecting, how it has enhanced my collecting. So 
I'm excited about this extended runway Panini gets on the WWE side. I'm excited to collect some more cards. Give me those gold Roman Reigns. Give me those one of ones. I'm all about it. I want to thank my friend, Austin Carlson, Carlson Cards, for coming on the program. Check out the episode on from last Friday if you haven't already. We talked about 2013 Select Golds, his project build and what he's doing, and also the intersection of player and set collecting. That is my primary takeaway from the episode, is, is talking to Austin about how he is navigating being a player collector of guys like Peyton Manning, Randy Moss, and Charles Woodson, and then also building out a set and the reasons why he's building out a set in a damn hard set to boot. So I had so much fun. I love those cards. Um, I talked about the cards that I own, but seeing some of those cards flood my feed was a ton of fun. And I do appreciate you guys sharing cards when I send out the bat signal every Thursday. And I think it's interesting to learn how others approach trying to get big cards like he did with the Brady and what happens when it doesn't work out. There's so many lessons that are coming from collectors on this channel, and I hope you're picking up on those. As I'm having these conversations, I'm a student just like you. I am pulling those nuggets and I'm thinking about them and under trying to figure out how I can apply those to what I'm doing. I want to shout out my good for other good friend, John. You know him as Pack Nicholson, who will be on the damn program this week. We are going to talk about a parallel that has a long lineage, but oftentimes gets overshadowed. And this existed before Golds even existed with a pre- premium, premium flagship product like Topps Chrome. We are talking about the black parallel, uh, loving the looks of these cards. I do. I think... Just because some of the print run is a little higher, they oftentimes get overlooked. But I think there's enough of a story, enough of a fan base around the black refractor that we need to have a damn program around it. All right. So I talked about an update from me and the Stacking Slabs brand, and I'm excited to share it here. I want to first say there has been an outpouring of support for me and this brand ever since the moment I talked about the circumstances and the market and what what happened with my current employment. Um, just above and beyond what I expected and just want to thank so many of you, the loyal listeners of the show, for reaching out and having those chats or conversations. I really appreciate everyone. My approach and strategy during this time is to has always been just like, I'm going to maintain structure and routine in my day because that's what I value and what's really important to me. And I'm going to do whatever I can to take a step back. And I'm going to take a step back because this is a unique period of time and it's a period of time I've never had in my life. And in that step back, it is having tons of conversations and trying to identify, dude, like turning 39 this year, almost 40, I have a lot of passion. I've got some solid career experience, building companies, marketing. It's like I'm taking a step back and being like, dude, what do you really want to do? So the more and more I work through this it, during this unique time, the one thing I continue to come back to is this strong desire to pour as much energy as I possibly can into the Stacking Slabs podcast and the Stacking Slabs brand and grow this thing. I've talked about this. I've hinted at this. But previously, my startup life and my grind was took up so much, so much of my time. 
that I, I struggled to really focus. Well, now I have some time to focus. While I'm actively engaged in a series of conversations to grow this thing, the one piece of feedback I've received from many of you is the desire for more collector-focused content. It seems like when many of you get done with my show and a few other shows that you uh, listen to on a regular basis, there's a content gap. I've got time, I've got energy, and I want to fill it. So as a marketer and as someone who goes to market with different products and services, I thought to myself, okay, dude, how can you take a step back and present an offering to the community that is unique, that is helpful, and that can be something that you can use to invest more in this show and invest more in trying to build this thing out so that the Stacking Slabs podcast it becomes not just a podcast, but becomes a brand that where a lot of cool things happen. And so that's why I've decided starting today to launch the Patreon for the Stacking Slabs podcast. If you are unfamiliar with Patreon, it's a service that allows creators to create alternative offerings for their audience based on different membership tiers. An example, I am a Patreon subscriber to ad-free shows, which is the wrestling podcast that Conrad Thompson uh, runs. I decide to pay ad-free shows and Conrad Thompson a small fee per month because I absolutely love what he does for his listeners. I love the community. I love bringing these stories to life. And I, I want to listen to the shows without ads. And I want to support the growth of his platform because what he does in the service that he provides makes me really happy. So that is an example of me being a subscriber to someone's Patreon. The link to my Patreon is live. It'll be in the show notes. And I do appreciate any of you loyal listeners supporting it at whatever level you can. The more support I get on Patreon, the more energy that I can pour into the Stacking Slabs brand. So as I take a step back and I think about what are the things that I can do in an offer that listeners, collectors want is access. So there will be more access to what I'm doing behind the scenes content and more opportunities to connect. There will be more content. I will be recording an additional podcast every week that will be on something super, super specific that will only be available to Patreon subscribers. So kind of think like the Kabooms episode I did last week. That was kind of a test run for uh, digging into data, presenting some deep information and you know putting it out there. So think about the format here. So there will be... Nothing is going to change with what is currently happening. There will be a Wednesday episode that is public that will be about what I'm doing, how I'm operating. There will be a Friday episode, which will be a collector conversation. But then there'll be another episode, which if you look on the Patreon page, I will put out a updated content calendar starting for next week so you'll know when everything drops. But there will be an exclusive episode to Patreon subscribers. And one of the things... I'm thinking about for this episode is digging into data on defensive players in football and their market. So much of the narrative we hear from people is don't collect defensive players. You know, no one knows who they are. There's no legacy. Well, 
I want to debunk that. I know there's some of the my favorite collectors that I've met collect defensive players. So I want to dig in a little deeper. So there's a teaser for the first exclusive episode. We're going to talk about defensive players. So I talked about access. I talked about additional content. And I'll also say this. I'm not going to share everything that will be available on those tiers in these episodes. Like, just go to visit the Patreon page. You'll see it. But breaking these down into buckets, access, content, and the final thing is promotion. So there is a gap with card promotion that I've identified and I've gotten feedback from, and I want to leverage the Stacking Slabs brand to get your cards more visibility when you've sent them to consignment or when they're running at auction. Um, we rely so much on consigners and they do so many amazing things to offload all these tasks and get cards going. And I'm not saying all consigners don't promote cards. They do, but they're flooded with cards. What I want to do is make sure that if you are a member of the Stagging Slabs Patreon, you get the opportunity to take some of your cards that you're running at auction and leverage my brand to give more visibility. So that is putting them on Instagram, that is putting them in the newsletter that's going to be resurrected next week, um, that is getting them shouted out and mentioned on this show. That is something that is going to be a part of it and available. I have worked four years to build an audience on this damn show, and I'm so thankful that you all come in. Audience on Instagram, audience via newsletter. If you're running cards that you love because you're you have to sell them because you're trying to get money to your buy another card and you're worried about it getting visibility because I've heard it so many times. I send my card to this major auction house and I feel like I'm getting no publicity. I am going to make sure your cards get in front of the right people at the right time. I will be posting the format, the content calendar and what to expect on the first post of the Patreon page. Again, the link is in the show notes. I'm so fucking excited to spend more time with the Stacking Slabs podcast. I've been so fortunate over the last four, four years to build this global network, and it's just been amazing. Oh, and another thing, I like this might not be significant to many others, but I, I get this feedback so much. Uh, so many people want this show on YouTube, and maybe that happens eventually, but one thing I can promise you that is a part of this package, I will put the Friday conversations with collectors on Patreon. So you'll get, you'll, if you're a video person, you'll get full access to the full video. I'm going to do that for you. And this will evolve. As this goes, there will be more offerings. Um, one of the things I'm working through right now is if I'm promoting your cards externally uh, that are up for auction, what happens to those cards that you don't have, but you might want to sell? And so there's the community component. So like I, this whole thing, as I'm building this, by the time this goes live, it'll all be together. But it feels like at, at some times you're, I'm flying a plane while changing the engine at the same time, which is exciting. That's the space I work in technology. But I am going to have a place where people who are a part of this specific community can come together, deciding on the platform to buy, sell, trade. I know places... Instagram, Facebook, Discord, all these places and all these communities, it gets intimidating. You get flooded with a bunch of cards that you don't care about. It's going to be different here because I know the listener of this show and I know what you like to collect. So we're going to bring you folks together. And if you have cards that aren't in consignment, but you want to put up, sell, get in front of a small group, 
not deal with a bunch of bullshit. Like, we're going to have a place for that. So, Patreon link in the show notes. I want to first say I appreciate each and every one of you for uh, your consideration, for you wanting to be a part of this community, and most importantly, like for supporting this brand and supporting this show. I have gone lean as I've gone as lean as you possibly can go in four years. And now it's time for me to say, okay, now I'm asking, like, here's some more stuff. Let's bring this together and let's grow this out. So uh, thank you to all of your support. Thank you for um, being a part of this show every week. This, like, the most excited I have been uh, since two weeks ago has been encouragement from other people to say, dude, you need to you need to go all in on this. And so that's what I'm going to try to do. I'm not saying I'm not going to do freelance and do a bunch of other projects in my professional life. Like I'm trying to navigate this, but one thing I do know is true is we're going to push hard on the Stagging Slabs brand and I'm going to work with all of you to provide something that you think you find valuable and you think is cool. So thank you. want to close this out by saying, one thing I've been thinking a lot about is the promotional side throughout this. You've got auction style. You've got Ben. You've got one thing, people smashing Ben. One thing that I, I think we're, we're living in the era of auction right now. It's really, I think in how you list your cards, it's really about how you position cards and what your expectations are. Is it, do you want to just throw it out there and see who bites? I don't have the patience for that. That's why I always run my cards through auction. I run my cards through consignment. I have cards, and I'm going to shout them out. I have cards right now that I'm using Wharf Sports Card Service that are on PWCC. I've got cards through him because I want to test out his service, and I want to test that out. And I, there are cards that I just I don't know what they're going to go for, and I'm not feel comfortable for pricing, so I don't want to put a buy it now price on it. I'd rather just send it to consignment. And that's more my style. But I understand that's not everyone's style. Like sometimes you'll smash bin on your favorite card uh, that you want, that you want, that you feel is listed for too high. Sometimes your cards just sit there and collect dust. But the, the thing about auctions that I found interesting is that like there are cards that uh, if you got a copy that's smash bin just sits forever, but then the same, a different copy of the card goes up for auction and then ends for more than the bin card that was there forever. I think we're just in this era where people are more inclined to, they want to see it in action. There's so many amazing consigners out there. I'm hoping I can partner with them through this endeavor. I think as the, we all get flooded with these cards and these different weekly auctions, the, the what gets lost in it is promotion. Like I read War Sports Cards, Nick's No Comps, newsletter this week and he does a great job of listing out his cards that he's talking about but like they're cards that they're not my save searches so i would never know they existed in auction but they're cards that i want to know about so we're in this era where i think we're it's about curating cards of that people have for auction and bringing further visibility into it and I think they're also, so you've got further visibility into cards that are up for auction that I want to help out with. But then it's this new way to buy, sell, trade. And I think it's this new way to buy, sell, trade by bringing people together that are like-minded and are in the same collector niche as each other. So this is what I'm excited to explore. This is what I'm excited to talk about further. I'm excited to build more content. I'm just excited to have a 
stronger relationship with many of you. All you day one Stacking Slabs listeners, anyone who's been on board from the jump, I want to thank you. Your support, you downloading, and your listenership and connection each and every week motivates me and gives me the opportunity to do something like this and turn a shitty situation into a positive one. I love this brand. I love doing this show. And I really hope I can connect with all of you at a deeper level as I go out on this venture trying to make Stacking Slabs the best damn sports card platform for collectors out there. Thank you so much for listening. We've got Pack Nicholson on the damn program this Friday. Next week, we're flash forwarding all the new stuff for Patreon members. We'll start getting going. All the details. I shot a video. There'll be further details on the Patreon page. Posted link in the show notes. You take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. I'll be back with more Stacking Slabs on Friday. 